No, V-A-L-L-Y? You mean that? Or yes. Castellucci? No, V-A-L-L-Y. Because why? why is a bullshit letter? It doesn't know what it is. <laughs> is it a vowel? Is it a consonant? Um, Delgado. Castellucci. Oh. Pizza. And Bali. With an I. It says, this is who I am. You don't like it? You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Wait. Can I tell you something? Yes, yes. Yes. I just... Something like that. Girl. I just almost started crying right now. Oh, okay. I almost started like having a heart murmur. <laughs> no, oh, that was I, I can't. Sound like, exactly sh- the same from the cast recording. That was I. It's too bad I don't look the same. Again, this is Silhouette's JV podcast. I am Gia, and this is David, who likes to whisper his hellos. Yes, I like to. This is a ASMR. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the vlog. The vlog. Mm. We're, we don't the vlog thing. here. <laughs> when, I'll the tell you what. When Broadway is back, we will be vlogging the shit out of uh, Times yeah. Square, but not today. <laughs> yes, so this is Silhouette's JV podcast. Right, the deepest dive into Jersey Boys one will ever take, both the show and the movie. And today is a very, very special episode. I am so excited. Today is our International Women's Day episode, which is coming up this Tuesday on March 8th. It is Women's Month. And, of course, at the West JV Podcast, we love to celebrate and honor the badass Jersey girls of the show. And, David, I'm stoked. Are you stoked? I'm fucking stoked. (laughs) You know? This is this is an w- amazing group of amazing women we have in the Zoom studio tonight. We have got Jennifer Namo, OBC, OBC, baby. Mary Delgado, you can hear her on the cast recording. Um, she was um, Mary Delgado in La Jolla. She was Mary Delgado on Broadway. Um, up until That's she right. left the show in April 2008. Yes. Um, she is badass. She is. Yeah. <laughs> and she's also a, ca- yeah. a Catholic motivational speaker. And when you hear her talk, she is just the epitome of someone awesome who loves her faith. And she also loves people in general. So that's really exciting. And we also have Sarah Schmidt, also OBC. Woohoo! Hell yeah. She, OBC, baby, OBC. Now th- th- this is so incredible. And so she, of course, played Francine from August 15, 2005 until Broadway closing January 15, 2017. She did the show more than 4,500 times. Unbelievable. And now she, she is a she was on that in California. She was on that good government production contract for the entire time, man. It's amazing. The show that keeps on giving. Yes. And, of course, we have the one and only Katie O'Toole. Katie O'Toole is everywhere. All of these ladies are Jersey Boys royalty, and she was a swing. Of course, to be a nice dream from 2011 to 2016 on Broadway. Also, Dance Captain. Come on. And Dance Captain, baby. <laughs> 
And so, of course, International Women's Day is a very, very broad day and there's so much to celebrate but we thought that the best way to really hone it down and bring it back home and down to earth was to of course catch up with these women who made jersey boys the well-oiled machine it is and to learn their thoughts on this very historic time for women right now through the eyes of the show and see if any quotes or scenes from the show really helped them you know kind of just like guide them through their life maybe because it did for us and of course learn their wisdom so these badass ladies all right broadway ladies are in the 40s and 50s now and nobody talks about that at all right 30s 40s 50s it's amazing and i really think it's important for us to learn their points of view on life and i i've been looking up to all of them since i was 14 years old and it means the world to me it re- seriously it really seriously does. guys like, Seriously. It really does mean the world to me to oh. speak to you all after, of course, listening to the cast recording and watching videos and bootleg after bootleg. So <laughs> please welcome Jen Namo, Sarah Schmidt, and Katie O'Toole. Hi. Zoom Studio. Welcome, guys. Where, where are you all talking to us from? I'm in uh, California, Pasadena, right by the Rose Bowl. Amazing. That's Jennifer. The yes. Rose Bowl. That's a love boat. <laughs> I'm in Napa, oh, California. Napa. Napa. Yes. Oh my Napa. Yes. Nice. And I'm in Central Jersey. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes, exist. I believe that there is a Central Jersey. Yes, it does exist. Yes. <laughs> I asked Kate. I grew up I in North. She... <laughs> I'm living Central now. So. I love it. <laughs> I asked Katie if she believes I in do. Central Jersey. I believe in it. <laughs> I'm sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in it, baby. Yes, and the Jersey girls love California too. So Jen and Sarah, we um, so you're, you're there. Natalie Gallo, she loves her time in California. So Erica. Erica Piccinini is in too. LA. Yes, it's so yeah. exciting. See, the best thing I love about you guys is that you you live your life. You go wherever you want to go. You go where the yeah, wind blows you. Exactly. And you, <laughs> yes, and from coast to coast, you're killing it, which is so exciting. <laughs> thank you. Um, we would love to, you're, thank, <laughs> thank you, you, Sarah. <laughs> thank you, Gia. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> and so um, just to kind of start off, though, we would love to hear about how you first, all of you, got introduced to Jersey Boys. Um, so Jen, of course, like OVC, how did you first hear about the show? How did you audition? If you could tell us that story, that'd be great. Sure. Okay, so um, my day job here in California was a singing waitress at this place, Michelli's. It's in Studio City, and then there's one in Hollywood. And I always said my whole life, I'm never going to become a waitress. That's so cliche. But then when I came here, it's like the only place where you can sing. It's a, a little mom-and-pop store where, you know, you give them the pasta, and then you'd sing a song, you'd go up on stage and sing. So one of the waitresses... Um, was ta- I was listening to her say, oh, I have a callback for Jersey Boys. And I said, what's that about? And she said, oh, Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. But I don't know if I want to do it because the language is really, really bad. So I get on my phone, and I look it up, and I see that it's Des Mackinoff and Ron Melrose. And I thought, Des, I know Des. Because the very first um, tour that I ever did was Big River right out wow, of school. Nice. And he was the director. It was the tour. And... Um, anyway, I thought, I know him. So I called my agent. It was at night, and they said, you know, we'll get you in for the open call the next day. So the casting people didn't know me, and they said, you know, just look. There's three women characters. Look at the scenes. Pick whatever, you know, resonates with you. And the one that immediately resonated with me was Mary Delgado. It just it just 
I don't know what. It just I, came out of your it, mouth. It did. And, 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 you know, like you'll find out like I'm this good Catholic girl. Like I have little Catholic videos for little kids. And I talk about things on the road about my faith. But all this fucking fuck. fucking <laughs> no, I thought this is perfect. So I went in and I did my audition. And the lady was like, I don't even remember her name. Sorry. Yes. Great. Come back at five o'clock tonight. And I came back, and it was um, Des Mackinoff and Ron Melrose, and it was so good to see them. They said, oh, Jen, it's so good to see you. This is great. Aww. You sounded good. It's so good to see you. And then I left. And as I was walking down the street, what you always hope to happen in every audition, my phone rang. And they said, we'd like to see you again tomorrow at 9 a.m., and Frankie Valley will be there. So I went back the next day. My God. Frankie and... And he was a little flirt, and he's been a flirt ever since. But it happened. So then I think they called my agents and said, you know, she's a front runner, but we still have to go to New York and see what happens there. But then it just it just happened so easily. Like other auditions for me, you know, you just you go back, and then a week later you go back. So I got it. We started in La Jolla in August of 2004, 2003, I think. And it kept going over and over and over. It kept extending. And um, actually, it closed in maybe February. And then Tim and I were trying to have a baby. But then I got the call, hey, you're going to be part of the Broadway cast if you want. And <laughs> if you we want. went back. If you want. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what happened. You know, you always say, oh, this is going to go to Broadway. And we're like, yeah, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. And it really did go. We knew it was special, but oh my that's gosh, what happened. Wow. That's my audition story. Well, I, have, I have two follow-ups with that. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. first of all, everyone needs to know. So Jen was in Greece, the revival in 1994, and she was in Les Mis. So you've been, like, more than around the block at that point by 2004. So that's incredible. And I had just done the full Monty tour. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. nice. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, yeah. Jen's the I best. just finished Legend it. already. And, oh, yeah. And the, but I'm curious. So they had auditions in L.A. Is that normal to have that for of course the show was going to go to La Jolla first um but if they knew it was going to Broadway is that normal protocol to also have auditions out there in addition to New York I think so you know I was kind of new I was kind of new to the casting here in LA it's a small little group of people like every callback you see the same girls whereas in New York it's a I, I think it's a bigger range of people but I do think that they came came to L.A. because it was La Jolla. Right. And it wasn't even Tara Rubin who actually did the Broadway casting. Right. Oh, it this was, was Mary. someone completely different. It was different. Mary Sugarman, right? No, it wasn't even her. Oh. Here in oh, LA, it wasn't her office that did? So, La Jolla? Oh, okay. Not the, not the La Jolla one, no. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. we yes. got to find out who did that then. I didn't know that. <laughs> no. yeah, okay. Thank you. Thank you to that person. Yes, thank yeah, you. Seriously. Thank you. <laughs> well, so exactly. Sarah, what's your story? Um, I, I mean, I have this could go on for way too long, so I'll try to keep it a little short. <laughs> but I had, um, I was in another Broadway show, and had given my four week notice, uh, and so it, I was kind of bummed that I was leaving that show, but it was just time to move on. So I had planned a little trip and was going on auditions. And so I, in the meantime I, of that four-week notice, I went uh, on auditions and I got a little show up in uh, Massachusetts. And then I was auditioning for Jersey Boys. And I had gone in 
and I was also doing reading at the same time. It was just a really like crazy busy time. So I go in for the audition and of course we guys, we had a little chit chat last night. I don't know if everybody knows that they kind of, you know, got to know us a little bit and I kind of <laughs> explained my, my dancing, not expertise. <laughs> and um, so I was doing a reading at the time and I kept having to go in for the dance call for Sergio, but I was missing learning the steps. So I would like run in from one moment to the other and then I would like join in really late to try to learn the dance. And I finally went over to Ron Melrose, who I'd known in passing, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And he just looks at me and he goes, booking the gig. And I was like, okay. Wow. Sarah, you, you, so better, <laughs> you better uh, step touch with the best of them. So it, like the Sergio thing was pretty <laughs> big. And then um, I had one more audition where it was in front of everybody again. And it was at, it was Manhattan Theater Club. It was at a different place. Um, oh, and wow. I went in and I just had my elbows on the piano uh, and they said just sing my boyfriend's back so I just kind of like just go practice really fast with Ron they were like talking about something and I had my elbows on the table and and I kind of just like went through it really quickly and then I turned around and I went to go stand in the middle of the room and they were like well congratulations and I was like <laughs> and so like I sang it again Excuse and me. then I left the room and I saw John Lloyd outside in the hallway. He's like, how'd it go? I was like, well, I think I got it. <laughs> I think. Well, I mean, well, so elbows on the piano yeah. with Sarah Schmidt because oh, honestly, because that, that's the ultimate look of concentration when you're there. You're just like, you're reading. Yeah. I can it's totally, so I can true. totally like, see you doing that. It's just totally focused. I love it. Yeah. And, and Sarah to also told us last night that theater was the only option for you to have as a career. Could you talk about um, your upbringing and how you decided this is what you needed to do? Well, I, I said, or, like, uh, why did yeah. I decide to do this? It was like, I didn't. I just came yeah. out this way. Like, uh, at two right. years old, I was singing. I remember singing into my grandfather's thumb. I had a spoon in my hand at all times. Unlike Aww. right now, I had a little microphone that I carried around. <laughs> um, and I just did my first show when I was 10. Um, actually, my first show when I was 7 at the YMCA camp was uh, Strawberry Shortcake and the Nine Pies. That was Strawberry Shortcake. Um, was, that an, was that an original that oh, they I'm wrote? Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, have you heard... I don't think it, like <laughs> musical. I, I, well, listen, I I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Um, so Jennifer looks up the casting director, and I'll look up the origins of Saturday uh, Strawberry Shortcake <laughs> and the Nine Pies. Um, but then uh, I went to camp. I went to Stage Door Manor in upstate New York. I was just really focused on it. My parents were kind enough to drive me to driver, uh, <laughs> not driver's ed classes, but to singing lessons. Uh, my mom sent me a <laughs> box of stuff yesterday, and it was my um, my learner's permit. I wasn't the best driver oh, when nice. I was a kid, so she drove me everywhere until I was well over 17. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then went to Ithaca College for musical theater, and uh, by the grace of God, graduated because I kept leaving school, uh, much to everybody's uh, chagrin, I guess. <laughs> and then... Um, just moved to New York and kind of temped for six months and then got the national tour of Fiddler on the Roof, did that, and then went back to the city and got my first Broadway nice. show. So it was great. Unbelievable. Very, very I lucky. See, common thread here. You do what you want. Like, you, like you follow what I, I love. I had it. no exactly. choice. You knew you were born to do it. Yep, no choice. Incredible. Thank you. And Who did you play yeah. in Fiddler? Uh, oh, yeah. I, in the original, uh, the, my first role was I was in the ensemble. I played Rivka, but I understudied Hava. And then uh, the woman oh, who played nice. Hava left, and I got to take over the role for the better part of a year and a half. I was gone for two years. 
Wow. Oh my god. Oh my I god. Can Sarah, I can just imagine you. I did Hava you. at the Muni. Oh, me too. <gasps> with, I, and oh, what? Oh, <laughs> the guy that played it, Theo Bacal, yeah, was too, me too. whatever. Oh, what? Oh my god. Was your choreographer Sammy yes. Baines? Sammy Baines Dallas. Oh my god. Just Sammy Dallas. Oh my god. Days. He hated me. Oh my he god. He hated me. He would say Hava. I loved him though. He, he would say Hava. It means little bird because you'd have to go running like. Three we could feet do the dance to get on the together, stage. Yep. And <laughs> oh, I was well, terrible, but I love um, that show. Want to know something? It's so funny. Like me and Gio can dissect Fiddler on the Move just as much as I can dissect Jersey, but <laughs> just as much as we can dissect Jersey Boys. Chava does not mean little bird he in t- Hebrew. <laughs> what does it mean? Catholic. I plot twist. I'm Jewish, so um, no. But Chava, like I mean, the I mean the whole metaphor of Chava being a bird is just fucking genius. So so Adam and Eve, um, Eve's Hebrew name is Chava. You know, maybe it has a Kabbalistic meaning. Like a lot of words in Hebrew in 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 the Kabbalah have meanings themselves, but there's no literal meaning. It's wow. just interesting that, that, that Sammy would have, his name was Sammy, right? That he would have said Chava, it means bird. <laughs> Very interesting. Like, yeah. And Katie, what's your story? Um... So I didn't know much about Jersey Boys at all. I was, uh, I first auditioned for it in, I was in Vegas in 2007 and not many um, production contracts came through there. So when the audition happened, you know, I was like, okay. And I went and I danced and um, for Danny Austin. And then I got kept to sing. There was probably like 10 people at this audition, no joke, versus a New York audition, you know. Um, But anyway, so... um, I sung for Mary, and then uh, she had me read for Francine first, and then she handed me Lorraine, and then she handed me Mary, and I was like, okay, I see what's happening here. Um, and uh, and I thought it, it was great. It was fun. I had a few callbacks, and what I was up for was the original Vegas company, and I didn't get it. So I my final callback was in L.A. for that, um, for and everybody and I didn't get it and I was so so bummed and I go off and do a cruise ship and then I come back and um there was a you know six month required call happening in where was it in LA at the time oh yeah that's right so um it was June um it was in June of 2008 was actually when I joined um I always say this this week things do happen very fast you know when it when it happens and um I remember filling out it was a Tuesday and I was filling out like applications at like California Pizza Kitchen and PF Chang's because I needed a job I had moved to LA for a hot second even though I knew I wasn't really in LA I just didn't it just wasn't I really wanted to be in New York um but I went to the required call I didn't know they were looking for anybody I went and sung it wasn't Mary or Tara, and I was like, oh, this person doesn't know me. They might not know that I got to the end or whatever, and um, I had a couple of other friends who auditioned that day who had callbacks that night, and I didn't get one, and I was like, oh, all right, guess that's over, and then my agent called me the next day, and she said, all right, here's the deal. They need you to go back and dance, and if all goes well, they're flying you to New York to do... Um, to audition for Des on Monday for an immediate Broadway replacement. And I was I like, goosebumps ah! everywhere. What? Holy so, shit. Me too. Oh yeah, so that Friday I had the audition um, in LA and it went well. And Tara calls me on my phone. She's like, okay, so we're flying you to New York, which I was so thrilled for because my whole world, my life, everybody was here. 
And um, I went in, and there was only like four of us who were there. And I remember, you know, I, I, every, there must have been 10 or 12 people behind the table. And um, I left, or I, they were like, okay, go outside and, you know, get changed to dance. And I was like, all right. And I'm in the Chelsea Studios, and I'm sitting there stretching. Chelsea Studios. Chelsea Studios, yeah. And I'm stretching, and I'm seeing a girl go in, and then she's leaving. And I'm like, well, must be changing. And then another girl in, leaving. And I was like, am I literally the only person here? And I walk back in the room, and, like, half of the room is everybody, like, chit-chatting and hey, hey, hey. And then I go to the far end, and it's um, Kelly Devine. And she's like, okay, we're going to have you dance again. Just hang on one second. And then Sergio walks in. And I danced for him. And he just sat there with his hand like this the whole time. And then it, when I was done, he looked at Kelly. He's like, yeah, good. Good. <laughs> and that was it. Wow. And I was like, I, I think that's a good sign. And when I left that night, I was like, I, I think I booked it. But I had been really, really close to another show and – went out and celebrated and I didn't get it. So I was, I was very cautious. But the next day, the next day, exactly one week after I had filled out those applications at P.F. Chang's and California Pizza Kitchen, I got offered my Broadway show. So wow. it was amazing. And then I, I, started, I started rehearsals two weeks later and I lived on my best friend's couch for three months. So Love it. Yeah. That's how it's done. Listen, get there and you and you you find a way to make it work oh right? hell, absolutely I, I think it comes from like you know having those the ups and downs like the auditions where you're like i nailed it oh i didn't get it oh it like you, you there's almost like a cautious you're almost scared it'd be like i, w- I want to sign that contract and then i'll then i'll celebrate exactly <laughs> yeah, you know Right. So. My mom always used to say, if I had a boyfriend that treated me the way your career treats <laughs> you, you know, like rejection, uh, I would have left them a long time ago. <laughs> That's a great line, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, I have a question. When you're, when, you're, when you're at an audition, would you rather the people behind the table give absolutely no facial reactions as, you know, to what you're doing or, you know – have them to vibe. actually yeah i'd prefer to vibe with them right if yeah. the nothing is yeah. like really yeah. tough it's scary yeah. yeah it can psych me oh, out yeah. like i i'm very emotional so I'm yeah like, we all are <laughs> like me and we're putting ourselves i feel on the like line, so for somebody to kind of lean back yeah. and be like like, yeah, yeah okay, exactly yeah. yeah with um with my la audition with the first go around like they i got you know, kind of like whatever, but Ron Melrose was, was my guy. Like, I looked at him, and he would smile and kind of wink, like, you got this, you got this. Like, he was so encouraging. He, he really, truly was. I, I love Ron, and he is, yeah, I remember him. I was like, look at him if I need a little, a little. Do you know who else is so, in what I find, Des Matthews. Oh, 100%. So encouraging during an uh, audition. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I was intimidated, right? though. I hadn't met Des yet. I, it, I met Des at that final L- L.A. audition, and I was, like, a little terrified. I was just – I was – I just wanted to book it, you know? That's, of you course. Know. Well, so Jersey Boys yeah. people are good people. Right. Absolutely. So would, would you say that, that, that Jersey Boys people in the audition room are – like, that, that was a, a, one of the, the best audition experiences you had? Well, look at all three <laughs> of us. We did the show for collectively how many years? 
So 12, 8. <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah, well, well, well just, just a pleasant audition it. experience. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. I'm so glad. <laughs> no, it truly <laughs> was. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't yeah. know if you guys, if do you guys, I mean, Danny Austin in an audition, because he was the one who taught me the two combina- the combinations both times. Like, he's just like, yes, get it, get it. He wants, he like, he just, he has so much energy. Like, you want to, you want to do well. And honestly, everybody was. Like, Mary and Tara Rubin, like, they were all so encouraging and so sweet. Like, that, that whole office, they're just always amazing. I, I've sang, I've sang for them three times and oh. I've always felt so supportive yeah. and yeah, it's, it's great. They're I great. never, thank God I never had to like for the original thing in La Jolla, I never had to dance. I just had to do the scenes and then a song <laughs> and then even at the callbacks. If I had to dance, I probably never would. You know, have it's been funny. The, the dance in the audition had a had a, a turn and a high kick and this and that. So when I came to rehearsals, I was like, "Wait, we don't have to do that." Yeah, we definitely had to do a double and a. Um, yes. Right? The double it was. Yeah. Yes. It yeah, was but Katie. Ka- in, instead, instead you're doing that. Instead, now you're doing that move in Who Loves You. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the knee booty, bend. The, the yeah. booty drop. Yeah. The booty, the booty drop. drop. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely talk about the evolution of the choreography a little bit later. But, David, I have to ask, why Why did you ask the question of, of, of how would you prefer the, the, like the panel to look at you? I've, I've been burned by directors before behind the table you know like they'll they'll be very like yeah yeah oh my god this is great you're doing great and like being very supportive and then like you know telling me after like this you're doing you're doing so good and then like you know i won't book it but then i'll i'll be in a in, in a room where you know like the directors are just not giving me anything and while that may be a little bit more difficult when you're actually doing your piece you know um I find that those are the jobs that I book more often. I, I used to work in a program where the the director used to gas everyone up so much. Like, you're going to get this role. We're doing this show for you. Like, this guy was promised that he was going to get, you know, the title role. I ended up getting it. And, like, this, this – so this director gasses everyone up all the time. And so that can be very – yeah, it can be very disappointing. It, it happens when you're a grown-up. It happens when you're a kid. It, it happens through, it'll happen throughout your career. But the only thing that you can take responsibility for is your work in the room. And that's like – so it doesn't really matter if they're smiling at you or frowning at you or just like right. rolling their eyes at you, whatever it is. The only thing yeah. you have responsibility for is what you brought to the table. And sometimes you didn't bring your best. I've totally been in an audition or yes. a million of them. And I was like, whoops. <laughs> like – and then sometimes <laughs> you're like, I can't believe that they even paid attention to me. Like, it, you know, like, so it, you win some, you lose some. Luckily enough for yeah. us that we got at least this one. And um, yeah. think of all yeah. the hundreds, like, again, collectively, how many auditions the three of us have been on in a 20, a 20 or 30 year career. And yeah. we got, I got three Broadway shows and like three off Broadway shows and hundreds. There was a time when I went through the New York Times and they do the, the theater thing every week. Um, and I had auditioned for 23 of the musicals. Like you, oh, you wow. that, is, wow. that is a career. And if you can't live without yeah. it, then that's why you continue to do it. But if you can imagine yourself doing yeah. anything else, then maybe that's do okay it. too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, I couldn't even figure out how to tape this or use headphones, so I'm glad I know how to <laughs> sing it. <act. laughs> well, and the right people will, will work with you, and they will want you to succeed, and they'll make sure you do exactly. it. Exactly. It's, it's all true. about the tribe yeah. you have. Right. Yeah, you'll make it work. Absolutely. And, and those people yes. that um, encourage you, overly encourage you, and then just gas you, as you said, that's BS. It's not fair to do to somebody's ego unless they're going to be yeah. real with you. And that happened with me in the last three years like I I I really believed I was going to get it I I thought it again I didn't do very well in the audition that that I will own but I was like I don't have to. no I'm just kidding I, I really wanted to do well but I, was, I psyched myself out it was the first audition after Jersey Boys I was too nervous and you know there's so many different elements that go into auditions and I think most of the people on the other side of the table really respect what you're bringing I have to just say one thing like I was um I was lucky enough to be behind the table for some auditions and I learned a lot doing that and um I learned that there I mean one you know your audition starts the second you walk in the room which I know a lot of people know that but even just the way you talk to the accompanist but the other thing was I was I would be terrified to walk into rooms sometimes because I'm like they're gonna hate me they're gonna want like you almost have it in your head that they want you to fail but that's not the case at all they actually want you to succeed they want you to nail it like I remember this so clearly I had to watch um, a group of girls do sesoir, and I would have to write down a number. And I, I did not realize that if I gave them a certain number, they were cut. And I was like, it, it, it gutted me. But it was just like, they want you to do well. They want you to, to succeed. And, you know, sometimes you just might not be the right fit for a certain show, but you might be perfect for another. Yeah. What is for you will not pass you. Exactly. That's true. Yeah, what's meant to be will be. It's the same thing with apply for colleges too, because you know when you're a kid, you just think everything is the end of the world, and and one bad or one mistake can change your whole life. Like, what do you think about that? Even in the audition room, I'm skipping way ahead, but not getting the Jersey Boys movie, like I was, I was devastated, and I remember. I just skipped like so far ahead. I remember talking to Eric, Erica Piccinini, and her just saying. You know, she had been out here more and doing more things in L.A. And she got the movie, too. And she was like, you know, it's just it's just a movie. It's going to pass <laughs> after you see it 150 times. But she said, you know, she kind of put it in perspective. But I was like so devastated because it had been so much a part of my life. But now in retrospect, like like the other things will become important. And same with college. Like I was just going to go. I'm from Michigan. I, I went to this college for one year. And I was in a show, and this director said, you shouldn't hang around Michigan. You should really audition for schools. And I said, really? Like, like what school? And he said, NYU, New York University. So because of one person's encouragement, I literally went and auditioned and got in the, the acting program there. But sometimes it takes one person to encourage you. And for anyone, I mean, we could be that for someone else. You just got to – and the same thing with rejection. So that door is closing, but a window or something will open somewhere else. You're meant to be where you're meant to be. Let's, let's jump to actually, so being in the show, you're cast, you're in it, you're reading the script. Uh, one of our favorite things to talk about, David and I, is how the girls bring the attitude in the show. It's the men who are like pouring their hearts out, you know, hearts on their sleeves, but the women keep everything very black and white. It's very refreshing. Um, it's Mary who has the first fuck. 
Yes, the first book, page 24. How I didn't how even awesome know that until <laughs> you told me that. I cannot believe it. I looked at it and I was like, they are so right. What was your response to this as an actor and also as a woman looking at this time period from a few decades later? More than this, the first day of rehearsal, I don't know if you remember this, Jennifer, is that they had put all of the costume renderings up on the walls and some of them were so period. And then I saw the bra and underwear that I was like, I'm not wearing that. <laughs> And Erica was like, I "Remember that?" Erica was like, "I'll wear it. Don't worry about it." And I was like, "I am not wearing that." And uh, I ended up having to yep. wear it. So I, <laughs> yeah, the curves. Oh yeah, thanks. Um, we <laughs> <laughs> own it. Yes. We, uh, <laughs> no, you don't have curves, so I gave you we, curves. It gave us curves, especially for the angels. Yes. Oh that, yeah, all those silhouettes oh, 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 oh. were were something so, so so coming from somebody in the 2000s and 2010s stepping into those clothes like we had to wear corsets that literally gave us the curves they cut those later on because of the quick changes that were happening but um the brassiere area was different so then when you're when you're in those costumes and the wigs and everything were so period when you're speaking the language it's almost like it i mean you're stepping into the role of the character so you have the language if you're playing mary your body you're, you know, she also says the word WAP, which to every Italian American in now, Katie can really say to the speak to this. But that was the worst word in the entire musical was dumb WAP from Jersey. Like that was the meanest thing that Mary could have said to Frankie. Um, Francine swearing. I mean, she's she was in the 80s like these these all there were just there were people that whose shoes you fill. And um, so as a. A person in any decade of any ilk, um, if you are, have the honor of stepping into these characters, whether it be a waitress or whether it be um, a person in the the restaurant, like you just you create that character, and it's an honor to do so, especially on a Broadway stage. So, and and you're just you're speaking the language of Marshall and Rick, and honoring Des, and trying not to uh, stray too far from anything because. Your job is that you're committing to the things that they told you on day one or whatever your day one was or whatever notes they give you. Like, that's your commitment. So I just went off on a tangent, too. But um. You sounded very good, Sarah. Do I sound smart? Yeah, you did really. Yeah. (laughs) Marshall Brickman was very specific about I I can't remember what line he would like. He'd come to the show in in the beginning for a while, but there was always one line that he wanted me to to a little he said I think you could get even a little more laugh laughs and I can't remember what it was but I remember like Des saying I don't want I don't want you to show any sympathy or any you know um make it come to you you know Frankie and it it was freeing like like I said even from the audition saying those lines because it's nothing of course now my husband and son think that I'm very controlling and I think um I think that came from playing Mary Delgado like it gave me gave me an edge and just to be very forthright and but I'll never I mean this sounds like I'll never forget um I met Tony Valley you know I know you all had Olivia on the show opening night she was there and I remember as tough as Mary is and I remember her saying when you're on those stairs when you're on those stairs you know that's when you get it because like Des didn't want to show the vulnerability that much, but in that scene, my eyes adored you. You, you kind of without anything to say, show it. But she's like, because my mom, that was her true love, her whole life. She never loved anyone else. And so, for, for I, I'm just thinking about they don't say a lot. Maybe the women, 
the roles are, but I always thought that we were huge parts of the show. So huge. Oh my God. Until equity came and said that Mary was not a principal role. What? Did they Uh, say that? that? Yeah. When we were getting the contract, we, I was like, really? Cause in, uh, wherever we were before La Jolla or something, it was considered principal. So when did they decide that this was just ensemble? You're like kidding. some That's yet, bullshit. Yeah. That's <laughs> <complete> yeah. bullshit. <laughs> it is. Yes. Oh, my, oh God. my but, God. You know what? I, what can you do? It was because uh, we, calling we picked up chairs. We moved furniture. That's right, Sarah. Uh, the four, they kept the four boys um, and then Mark and Peter as the... Wait, but the, the Jip, Jip and crew didn't move furniture? I thought Peter did, didn't he? Okay, you know what we got? We got three principals in the Zoom studio exactly. right now. Okay. Hey, I'm glad we I need wasn't. Retribution. No, no, no. I'm so glad that I wasn't. You know what? Not being a principal did for me is that I signed every one of those six month riders, and I signed twenty one of them. That worked out very <laughs> well in my favor. <laughs> I'm good. I am good, and I got to vocal double. Like I am fine. I have no complaints coming out of me. She can complain. I'm good. It was just like the cast album, right? We were just so happy to be on there, be, right? No, well, I, yep. I'm so happy that you're all like, you're all like very glad with how everything worked out. But I just want you to know, like, we are here to fight for you because <laughs> yeah. you guys put in the work. So if there's anything, like, we'll we'll, we'll get some unmarked cars, okay? okay. We'll, we'll <laughs> I just see. I thought Jersey Boys was such. a – I mean, it was my first Broadway show, but would and being a swing. I had never done that before, and what I just thought was so special about it was that um, the show, no matter what role I went on for, I had solos singing, I had scenes, I got to say things, like, you know, it was just, it was such an ensemble, I think the whole piece is just, everybody got featured, so um, I was... I was thrilled with it. Yeah, Katie, was there um, a particular scene or a, a one character that really spoke to you? It's funny. I, I feel like I went through so much life in um, the eight years that I was there that it was like, you know, sometimes sometimes I Mary really let me let me release some stuff. Or sometimes uh, I, Lorraine was the Lorraine was just kind of like I felt very comfortable. Like, I just, you know. That's your wheelhouse. It's just like, I remember, um, I remember Mary saying to me, like, just, just like, be you. What I heard was the reason, one of the reasons that I didn't get um, the Vegas company was that Des couldn't picture me as a Mary. Um, And I understand that, you know, I, I, I get it. But, um, but then, you know, I guess I I convinced him. And then he did. Dropped dropped some F-bombs, like, you know. No, I loved being Mary. That was that was fun. It's funny though. Sarah brought up the um, the uh, the line in the fight scene, the dumb wop from New Jersey. I will never, ever, ever forget. There was it was probably like 2009, 2010, and I said the line, and I heard somebody. Everybody went whoa! Like you heard this like lull, and somebody's like, "No, she didn't." And I was like, it was like. Ugh. And then I just felt all this hate. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, they hate me. They hate me so much. No, but that, that means that you're doing your job. I feel like, like the dumb walk from Jersey is the same, like, whoa moment as the half a mil line. It's the same. Yeah. That same gravitas. Totally. Oh, that same totally. kind of, like. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, and with what you were saying about Lorraine, I feel like Lorraine is so underrated. Like, she does have that edge, too, but she was so far removed from Frankie by the time they were ha with the they were breaking up. And when she says, like, like St. Francis is at it, kind to animals, like, she she put the knife in a little. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So they were, yeah. those were beautiful scenes, the Lorraine scenes. Loved them. Loved yeah, those. And, 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 I mean, her, her line comes right after Frankie screams at her, right? He couldn't help himself. Yeah, it's uh, the buildup is is pretty amazing, and um, it's just yeah. The, God, that the, the the entire script is just like uh, so many amazing so one-liners, jabs like jabs with a dagger, like you know, like how many more hits you think you're gonna write? You know, it's yeah, it's just genius. I just I love the show. Cause yeah. I told him you're a fucking genius. <laughs> 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 exactly. And and we were talking about My Eyes Adored You before. I have to say, I, I was always thinking of, you know, if I, I personally don't think is okay, the way Des directed, it, of course, is genius. It's honestly is a perfect show. But there's always someone who asks, like, oh, well, if a woman directed it, how would it be different? Well, Holly Ann Ruggiero, she directed the first um, uh, regional production of it up in Ogonquit. Yes, I am. Um, so um, and Holly Ann was our assistant director. So we were talking about good thing we didn't celebrate like before we got the job. Well, the night after my audition, I went out <laughs> and I run into yeah. this girl <laughs> at um, the Irish Rogue. I run into this girl and she's like, and I just met her and she goes, I was like, hi. Uh, she's like, hi, I'm Holly Ann. I said, hi, I'm Sarah Schmidt. She goes, oh, you're gonna be in our show. And I was like, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to? That's so crazy. <laughs> The, the, I'll, I, I just have such a funny story to tell you. And then because you just reminded me. So I was talking to a friend and one of his good friends was auditioning for Alphaba on Broadway. She had done the tour and then she was they were calling her in for Broadway. And um, they went they just happened to be at Steven Schwartz's house because, um, you know, she, she was singing a concert. <laughs> la, la, la. She was like picking up, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> meow, 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 and um, <laughs> and she, and Stephen was like, so I guess we'll be seeing we'll be seeing you at the at the Gershwin later after the summer, and she's like, excuse me, I got it? <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome, the horse's mouth, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, so were there any th was there anything different in that production that you enjoyed? I, I wasn't a part of it and I didn't see it, but it has been directed by a woman. Um, I and she's a very very intelligent director. She was there from the day one uh, before Alex Timbers came in, and he was the assistant director. Uh, it was just it would be interesting if if we if you could get a bootleg of that one. Um, yeah, um, yeah we have to find it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Peter Peter Gregus was yes. in that one. I think yeah. did Coleman, Coleman do it too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, Chris Coleman. And then they did it twice. They they did it two yeah. years in a row. So. I didn't realize they did it two years in a row. Yeah, yeah. It it was a hit when they did it. Huge. Wow. Which well, like not surprising, but. Oh, I I, need, I we definitely need to find that bootleg because I'm always curious on how how women would direct it. Like honestly, my my dream would be to direct this show and. But with, with well, for example, something I w I'm curious about is that in my eyes adored you, like Jen, when you like when to Tony told you that is how her, like, you could see her mother when you were on the stairs. I, I would have loved to have maybe seen Mary holding something, 
like from their from their like a, like a photograph besides the bottle you know, other than <laughs> the drink yeah yeah exactly or, or like i know the whole point of of, of, the, of jersey boys is to have that minimalistic set or maybe even have a cross on the on like somewhere right where she can just look at it and reflect the same the same way that 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 the that the band looked at the sign like it's a sign the sign tommy would be for mary and lorraine and francine maybe to see across somewhere just even if it's wow, like a that's pretty cool that could be fun i don't what do you yeah. what do you guys think of that <laughs> you're a production i i will <laughs> one day gia, one day gia is directing on music directing that's yeah. sweet that would be the goal that would be really <laughs> Hell cool yeah. one day who knows but it's just those little things like that that i thought would be a really fun touch um a woman's touch you know i think i i told you guys i watched the show probably more times than i mean you know i i constantly watched it and um it's just no matter how many times i watched it the end of act one never got old those lights the no. the way oh I mean, the way everything moved in this show i just think it's just like perfection i loved like even like for example like my eyes adored you i i just thought the the fact that you did like when when i when you sit back and watch it and you have mary you know on the stairs there and then the guys and one comes and the next comes and the next and the next and then you have this picture as she's walking across that bridge and like that was one of my most favorite moments when I got to play Mary I just and the way they put those transitions in like it's just put so those transitions seamless. in so the applause wouldn't come yes like and even like Cesar like people people would come to the show and they'd be like the fake out the ultimate this? Broadway fake out and then you've got these guys these three men just the the choreo the way this manly choreo they just come in and bump and you're like Phew. I just I just yeah. Oh, I, I like, love wa- it. Watching these men just makes me feel like a woman. You know, it, it really, it really <laughs> I, does. Yeah. I, and it was such a fun company to be a part of. <laughs> I think I, I personally loved that it was just like, you know, it was us four girls. And it was like, then the men, it was just a great, like, it was a fun place. It was definitely a family. Because it people, was, weren't people surprised afterwards? Like people out there, they were like, they did not know that there were only three women on stage oh, yeah. doing all the roles. Oh, yeah. It's they it's crazy because you think there's probably at least like seven or eight. That's usually what people would say to me. Yeah. And I was like, nope, just three on that stage. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, so so for the numbers, just to get that out again, it's 52 costume changes total, right, at each. And so with three three girls in a swing, and with new both stages, it's a whole different story. We have about 16 different costume and wig changes. It's un believable the stamina you all have uh, it was like a marathon backstage yeah yeah that so act one you... is very busy especially for francine was the busiest i mean act one you're <laughs> she's running all over the place <laughs> yeah you would know you would know playing all three yeah francine was hands down the the busiest in act one and sarah didn't you say you're like <laughs> when i was in rehearsal i just kept being like oh yeah I'll, or how did it how did it happen jazz was I was always trying to be like hiding in the corner. Uh, hey, Sarah Schwartz, you do it. <laughs> Sarah Schwartz. Sarah Schwartz. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. And then it was like vocal doubling. And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to say yes. Because what am I going to do? Sit up in my dressing room and like read a book? No, let's like. Right. What are you going to yeah. do? Go oh, back to the hotel and, and clean out your socks? Sarah, I just remember, you just reminded me. So you and I would like switch. So, 
I do some double vocal, double vocals on some, but I just remember like we'd run up to the dressing room. I'd be done with Mary or something. I don't, I, now I don't remember when I double vocaled, but, um, we'd be, you'd be like doing cross, doing something over there and like just belting out some. Oh, she would be Sherry! belting out the big three. It was <laughs> word five. Like, she, it, it's just so. <laughs> we had a lot of fun backstage. We. Oh, yeah. Cooking contests. We had, um, like, fun. chili cook-offs. And it was just, like, it was a really oh, yeah. close-knit group. And we would do, I don't know how much you guys have heard about the Saturday Night Scream. Oh, of course. Highlight. That was incredible. That was incredible. Those, those yeah. And it just grew. It was hairspray at first, yeah. right? Do you hairspray? remember the boys? We would go upstairs. And then it changed. Mm-hmm. Yep. You would go upstairs? We would go to Peter and Mark's and dressing room because they were just like old, jaded yeah. over it, but loving every single second of it. <laughs> yeah. I love and the girls would the change their clothes. Not that they were doing anything wrong, but they would like, you know, be joking around and they would blare New York, New York in the dressing room. So they would start the two men of the crew. With, and Johnny Kerr, I think, was in that dressing room maybe. And they would do the kick line, um, New York, New York. And so then other gr- I was like, what's going on up here? And then so I would go up and we like there would be a whole thing. And then it became like hairspray would come down and then we would just like all. And then obviously it grew to having Sting perform on 50. We had like street. full on production contracts oh on the street. And, oh, my God. Uh, Those were beautiful. Those were amazing. Well, and like- I, yeah. I saw the last Saturday Night Scream before closing when it, you and Kat's did your thing and, and so we, and the why is a bullshit letter like when you were doing the um, <laughs> I, with, with the sound of music medley you guys yep. came up with oh that was that was amazing that was, that was harder That's than a so uh, cool. closing night for me the last time I believe it. yeah I cried during that yeah. but I did not cry on the last on our last performance and I, you guys wow. Jennifer and Katie know me very well I cry like picking up a box <laughs> of tissues I'm like well this is what I'm for <laughs> <laughs> oh, you cried when you met Harrison. I have a well, picture that was of you a, I, have, I know exactly where I was. Yeah. I have it. Yeah, I have it. Aw. And, and Harrison so is Jennifer's sweet. son. Yes. So it's very cool. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Well, so I, I can totally see that happen. Like, your your body is just protecting you from, like, a, 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 from a huge moment. It's making sure you actually take it all in. Yep. So I, I totally understand if, if you didn't cry that day. I did not. I hear you. I was very proud of myself. Yeah. um well so so maybe some more um on stage stories did you like ever like did you and your cast members ever try to make each other break on stage (laughs) like save each other (laughs) from something crazy oh god both of you i don't i think it was jennifer's era with peter in the car (laughs) do you remember he forgot he forgot his gun So Peter Gregus is in the car. They're, they're, they're stealing the car from Frankie, and he shoots Donnie. And there's a big gun explosion, and Peter Gregus forgot his gun. And instead of, like, strangle him or, like, kill him some other way, he pointed his finger at him, and he said, bang. And Donnie had to die. Oh, oh, my oh my God, Donnie had to die on Broadway. On Broadway. Oh, oh God. God, he did not. He, he did this. not tell us that story. <laughs> and he was our dance captain, yep. Peter. Peter. So. Oh, wow. oh my. Like, oh my God. I. There are so many yeah, so great many. stories. Like like even in the card, there was one where it was Corey. Was it Corey Grant? Was in the yeah. back. He was Frankie, Miles, and Peter, and. Somebody could not remember their lines, and and I remember Corey was like, 
the diamonds. The, 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 the diamonds. Yes. And Miles Aubrey, you guys, Miles is so, he's so chill. He said this is like badass guitar player. And he's sitting there, you know, he's, he's the driver. And I will never forget this. He looks at the guys. He's like, are you kidding me right now? Like, because, like, and that wasn't the line, but he just couldn't, like, it was like, seriously, guys? Like, how are we getting on track? Oh, my God. And wait, wait, there's oh. one more, Eric. I mean, Sarah, do you remember when Bates oh. got up in the middle of Vegas? <laughs> wait, so we have to explain it to the three of them. So Vegas. Oh, my God. So we're all at the tables. We're sitting Jesus. in the dark. It's like a very serious moment. Eric Bates was like just like chilling out. It's like quiet. We're just facing <laughs> the background. Like we talk about how important it is that we're there. We're, we're filling our space. We're, we're setting the scene. And for some reason, Katie, you know the lyrics better than I would right now. But like the second verse happens. And rather than sit there for another verse, like – Frankie hasn't done the knee spin or his, like, double pirouette or whatever he does yet. Bates just jumps up. Well, so Bates was – he was upstage – he was um, upstage left standing. And what he had to do was during the transition, it's fast, you know. So, you know, Frankie does – begging, begging you, put your loving hand out, baby, go, right? But Bates went before that. And he walked right past, I think it was, I think it was Jared. And he was like, what are you doing? And he walked over because he was supposed to strike the keyboard and Sebastian Arcellus was on and Sebastian is sitting there just like looking like Bates, Bates elbows on the keyboard, but it's like elbows on the keyboard. Like, oh, and like Sebastian's just looking at him like, like, what are you doing? Oh my god! You live for that. You live oh for those god. kinds of things. There my are favorite, so. Oh, a long my run. favorite was when Dominic said to Jessica Rush um, in the Lorraine scene, and I, I've told the story recently. I've told it twice in the last two weeks. Um, you know, you know, he's like being a jerk, and he's like, "You're a big girl, Lorraine. Like, basically, like you can figure it out." And Dominic just looked at her and he goes, "You're a big girl, Lorraine." <laughs> to stage for the first time oh what a night yes when we had to be oh, prostitutes yes. and i was scared to death of christian but i had to be with christian so i was like i didn't know what was so i like jumped on top of him and i like got to I, and he was kind of like what are you no it was it was doing? when we delivered just, the tray right or did you deliver the tray yeah. no 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 it was i mean that oh what okay. a, yeah we like sat yes, on them. when we had a like i straddled him and i thought what am i doing my god what am i doing i was so scared and he he was not having any no, of he's it like uh, thought, 10 seconds later des was like okay so there's not going to be really there's not going to be any kissing you guys have already done the deed <laughs> like and i've done everything <laughs> i was like just going for it to get over my fear of being like this with on stage kisses are oh. the worst the worst oh the worst <laughs> the worst yeah. i hated hated the the pizza kiss it was so choreographed and I, it was just so like oh, come here yeah i mean then, like 
they were like, you grab the tie, you turn the tie, then turn your head, then da-da-da. I was like, oh, this is... I, I, always, I always got nervous I was going to bang faces, like, actually, like, you know. Right, like, crack your tooth or something. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I hate that scene. Or pull I off the tie. I love that scene so much that every night I would go over my lines before going, like, it almost became, like, neurotic. I'd have to go over my lines. And I never wanted to know. Remember, Sarah, they'd always say, oh, so-and-so's out there. I said, don't tell, I would always say, don't tell me at least till this scene is done. And I remember one night, Rick Ellis came by. He said, oh, Larry David's out there. He's going to he's gonna love you. And I was like, I, and I'm sure I was just like terrible. But uh, after he said that, but I, and he came, but he never came backstage, but he sent us a letter just saying, I, I don't think you guys would know who I was. So, you know, I just was embarrassed. I was like, what? All these stories, incredible. Um, but so let's talk about now, like that, like when you all closed your own run, um, so Jen and Sarah, you moved to California, Katie, like you got, you have like your baby, like two babies, Irish twins. Amazing. Um, now that you're all like been out of the show, do you guys ever get certain flashbacks to certain, um, lyrics or lines that mean something different to you now? Family is like, everything. Where I probably are. We're all going to have the same answer. That line okay. means so much. Yeah. Yeah. And even more during the pandemic, I would think too, just it kind of has a different weight to it. This, when you, family is everything. I remember when you would say, we, we each had our own like closing thing. And I remember somehow I was walking and Frankie Valley and Bob Gaudio were somewhere around. And Frankie said, oh, I hear you leaving the show. Are you leaving it? Why are you leaving? And I said, to go back home. And he said, I don't get it. Like usually, usually you leave a show to go to the next plateau. But in my mind, I was like, I had been away from Tim. We hadn't been married all that long. And I thought, I don't want to... I don't want our family life to be what I'm portraying every night on stage. So I, I kind of said that to him. I don't know if he got it. Like, Frankie, he just, you know. But I, I remember thinking, well, that's why I'm leaving. I, I miss, you know, I did ever. I, I felt like I did everything I could. And I felt like I was leaving at a good time. And I wanted to go back and try to see if we could start a family, do something about family. Yeah. Katie, how about you? My whole world has, it, it's, it is funny. Like the, the script is still so in me and I find myself, you know, I, I was telling you guys, I, I'm a, I'm a person who quotes movies and TV shows and everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I have a sign in my house that says, you know, family is everything. I do use that line all the time. You know, I left the show on maternity leave and, uh, I, I got the, you know, the little, one shirt anyway. I didn't know I was going to have two little girls, so. Who actually coordinated to have um, all, like, the Jersey Boys family come together to sing Who Loves You? So, Sarah, so what, um, like, did you just knew, know immediately, like, you had to do this, you had to make something? I wasn't. Could you tell us about the process? Um, the beginning of the pandemic in March, uh, I wasn't doing great. Like, I just, I didn't understand it. I mean, I'm sure none of us did. But I was working in a winery, and this is, uh, you know, everyone says almost a year ago. I mean, this was, like, March. It was the Saturday of that weekend. So Broadway shut down on the 12th. It was the 14th. And I, you know, I'm working in a winery. I'm pouring wine. I'm trying to educate people about wine. And I worked in a very, very, very busy high-volume winery. And I was with this group from New Orleans. And I have in my head, like, this is this is happening. This is, like, shutting down and these people from New Orleans didn't care about me or my safety or anything. 
and they insisted on on hugging me. Meanwhile, I'm like cleaning up their glassware, and it's just like it it was so wrong that I felt so uncomfortable that I called in sick the next day. I was just like, I'm not I'm not doing this. I'm not putting myself my my safety, my loved ones, uh, my boyfriend's mother uh, was at high risk. Like I I can't mess this up, and I was really serious about it. So you know, it really kind of got me down and and. It was not fun, and I was just like, what can I do? And Chris had seen on um, – John Krasinski had done that uh, good – Oh, the Some Good some News. Some Good News, and we started watching that a little bit. And the first one, it was Hamilton, and I was like, well, I know – I could do that for Jersey Boys. And he was like, you can? And I was like, uh, yeah. And my grandmother at that time was still alive, and she wasn't doing great either. And I was like, well, maybe I can kind of give her a present. Like, I just thought somehow – like, this could be for her. <laughs> and so – I reached out to um, Rick Ellis and uh, Ed Strong and uh, uh, Richard Hester and Ron Melrose. And right, and Ed Strong from Dodgers. Ed Strong is from the Dodgers, yeah. yeah. So I reached out to mm-hmm. the Dodgers just to make sure. Um, they were like, go for it. We're, we're uh, supportive, but you can make your decisions. Like, we're not going to be involved in it. So I was like, oh, okay. Somehow, Travis Clore had done something, like, the week before, and so Richard brought Travis in, who literally did the whole thing. All I did was, like, smile and look cute on the little corner in the back. <laughs> but, like, we coordinated with um, – Richard was so all about it. He, like, sent the email. So the two of us really connected after not – you know, he Richard hasn't been my stage manager on Broadway for a, a decade. Like, he's been running it all over the world. So right. we were tight. We're, I mean, we've always been friends, but I, we hadn't been, like, texting each other and calling each other. And sending, he sent me toilet paper because <laughs> New York had toilet paper. <laughs> I sent him wine, and he sent me toilet paper. So, um, oh, my God. We really connected. And then Travis, like, puts his heart, blood, heart, and all that blood, but hours and hours and his soul and love and all of this. <laughs> and somehow, miraculously, when all 250 people recorded it, he didn't really have to, like, shift anything. Like, it all – like, it was – Pretty lined easy. Up. I mean, it took hours and hours and so much time, but it lined up, and it sounded great, and it looked People great. People followed directions. I mean, we all knew the song, yeah. so that was good. But it was yeah. just like – I was very moved. Talk about tears. I still can't watch it without crying. Um, I was just so moved at how many people had um, – Wanted to be included, even people who have become more famous than other people, and they in, they were just one of the group. It, well, nobody was, nobody was the famous guy. Nobody <laughs> had one, like been nominated for all those Emmys or hosting sh- TV shows or you know. Andrew Reynolds. Are you talking um, about Andrew yeah, Reynolds? Titus, <laughs> Titus Burgess. No, no. Did Titus Wait, do no, it? I don't think he did. Was Titus in it? Titus didn't do it, nah. But Andrew did. Or Leslie? Oh, Leslie. Leslie Odom. No, but we I, he wasn't on Wait. the Broadway company, so I don't. Maybe he. Richard Leslie him. Odom Jr. did the show. He was the first. I don't want to interrupt her. He replaced Titus for a little bit. Maybe it was Leslie. Yeah, it was. What? When Titus went to do that Beach Boy show for a little while. And Leslie came in. I loved him, but he was completely different from Titus. And I don't want to. S- You're yeah. blowing their mind. He, he didn't think. Yeah, he you didn't think. That, okay. He didn't think the producers liked him. You know, he's such a. He's Titus is like Titus. And Leslie, like, is such a, like, Leslie's so, subtle, like, cons- con- conserved. Beautiful voice, yeah. but it wasn't like a, you know. I, lo- I loved, he, what a sweet guy. And, like, we don't have to worry about him now. Holy uh. <laughs> shit. So he left, so he left the La Jolla production to go do Good Vibes on Broadway. And then he came back yes. to Broadway. 
good vibe. Do you know, none of, everyone, this was another thing about that La Jolla one. It kept getting extended, and people had plans for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And so, as a cast, we decided to write a letter telling Des that we do not want to extend it any longer because we had plans to do this and, and blah, blah, blah. So, Des writes us back and says, that's fine. I will replace the entire cast. Oh. So, we were like, well, we can stay. We can stay. <laughs> Did you guys keep anything from wow. the show? Did you keep anything? You mean like scripts? In I have like my scripts, script, in there? but I'm, I kept one thing, and I'm wondering if you guys kept it. I didn't get it because yeah. I left I, um, maternity leave, so I didn't get oh. them. I got, I'm bummed. I should have. I kept my boyfriend's back gloves. Yeah, oh. I wish I had those. Oh. Uh, they're downstairs, and I wish they were up here, but I have them like. Um, I had an accident where my, I was bitten by a dog right before, uh, like four months oh, before no. we left. So I had to be out of the show for two weeks. And um, Sandy Carlson, who was our company manager in the Dodgers, sent me the most beautiful bouquet of flowers I've ever seen. And it came in this silver goblet thing. And I have that on my shelves with my gloves hanging over it. Oh, wow. Yeah. That on. is That's awesome, so Sarah. I have the... I have that wig, um, you know, from Who Loves You, that short wig. Yes. You look- they let me keep really? that. And, and I have the prostitute, that really beautiful, um, you know, that yeah. robe. That yes, the robe. Stuff. I have that <gasps> somehow. Great. Someone Holy gave me that. Wow. So jealous. Yeah. I know. They said for Tim. I've worn it's it. It's funny. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I'm trying to think about what else I have, but those two I do remember. Before we wrap up, we'd love to play a game with you all. We can do two games. We could do one, finish that line. Um, yes, or we could do test track where we would, like, so, so David is the master of this, and he would basically say, okay, you're Francine, let's do track in act one, and he would kind of walk you through. Stop um, it. You Do you have notes in front of you? Like, you know tracks that well? I don't. I, 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 I don't, but. He's got it all uh, up here. It's, uh, wow. it's you know. oh my I think gosh. I would do that one before I would do the lines. Another one that we like to do is guess that season. So we'll, t- we'll give you a line and you'll tell us if it's in spring, summer, oh, fall, or winter. Cool. All than right. I'm about to do. <laughs> 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 we can do that one instead, whatever you want. I, I've made my bed. Winter, spring, summer. No. Wait, Sarah, fall. what game are you playing? Which one? I don't know. I have so, to find out where I go. Every, how about everyone choose to pick your poison? What would you like? Oh, so oh, we're, we're tailor making the games for each yeah. person. So this person yes. wants to play. Uh-oh. So okay. this is this is like this is like uh, what's it called? That that thing that you play online with your friends. Um, that, that was that <laughs> you, was so vague. Oh that thing that, that, that you so do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's called now. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my god, that's hysterical. So this is for this is for Katie. Okay. We are in Act Two. Mm-hmm. And we're in the diner. Okay. Right, we're in the diner with Frankie Bob. Mm-hmm. And um, you're. You're, you're folding napkins or something, right? And yeah, I'm folding napkins. Barry Belson. Yep. Yeah. Barry Belson is drawing. <laughs> you know. Oh, is that what he was I doing? I mean, you know. Maybe we played Hangman er- a little bit, but whatever. <laughs> Erica Piccinini told us that Titus would just stare at her. <laughs> he would. Oh, my God. Like I would this. watch it on stage. <laughs> he totally did that to her. 
my god. <laughs> That's oh awful. Oh my god. He would just stare at her. And she was oh. good. She didn't break, but my goodness. Oof. So fun. Wait, so, so what's my question? Where are you, yeah, where are you going after that? I'm going to strike the diner thing. I'm going to pull it up a little bit so that I don't fall into the, you know, pit. <laughs> I'm going to strike it in wing one, and then I'm going to go change into um, Lorraine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going around to stage right. I'm changing in the hallway there, and I'm getting ready to go on for Lorraine. There we go. Wow. This Amazing. Is a, a, exactly. That's exactly it. This is exclusive. Yeah, because that's when, content, yes, Mary's guys, coming right on. Lorraine's <laughs> leaving. Mary's coming on. Yeah. yeah. He's going from one girl to the next. That's bam, just, bam, oh, bam. my God. I just realized uh-huh. that. Yeah. <gasps> Those scenes, it's wow. like Mary, Francine, Lorraine. Wow. Wow. My mind is blown right now. Which scene is it? When Francine calls? When yeah. Francine's on the phone? Yeah, when you're stage waiting for her to pass with the table, and then I scoot on, and then you're in the kitchen, so you've just pushed the kitchen table on, and I. I'm so this is, a, this, is a, this is this is a team effort right here. We got. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Honestly, a plus, a plus. Do you remember I, your um, the the classic Castellucci O like the vowel line? Do you remember how that goes? Uh, the whole line? Yeah. No, V A L L Y. You mean that? Or yes. Castellucci? No, B A L L Y. Why? Because why is a bullshit letter? It doesn't know what it is. Is it a vowel? Is it a consonant? Um, oh, I love it. Delgado, Castellucci, O, Pizza, and Valley. With an I, it says, This is who I am. You don't like it? You can go fuck yourself. Wait, can I tell you something <laughs> yes. right now? I just. Something like that. Girl. I just almost started crying right now. Oh. Okay. I can't sound like, exactly sh- the same from the cast recording. That was I it's too bad I don't look the same. <laughs> you look <laughs> fabulous. I, I oh my I god. I started like, crying right now. This uh, is so I think crazy. I missed the line though. Yes, yes. I, yeah, I so wish I could have watched you do that. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wait, did, did I miss a line? No, did you, I miss a you line? So so Frankie comes in after you say, is it a vowel, is it a consonant? And he says, I never thought about it. You're like, well, plus which, you're Italian. You've got to end in a vowel. That, that's which. the only part. <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's and what it's, yeah. Plus, plus which. which. That's not, <laughs> what does that mean, plus which? Plus which. You're Italian. I, you got it. Oh, my I God. I can't tell you. My Nana does the same thing. I'm like, that's not, what are you saying? I got the cast album in 2005. That's all I listened to for a year. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It's all I listened to for a year. And I mean, and then, so after that whole year, it kept, you know, I just, I had a back and forth with the album. One year I would listen to it all year. One year I wouldn't. I would just always come back to it. And yeah. I can't tell you how much you made 2005 David so happy right now uh, doing that for me it was it was 2014 spring break it was constant i always had that part on a loop and i would i would memorize that whole monologue so for all of you oh that's my god also it's like so I, I i i originally thought you guys were in like a fancy restaurant because like you could hear the 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 the, the, the silverware cl- yeah, yeah and the silverware clanking <laughs> and then like I, I it, it, there are so many things I didn't know about the show until I saw it because mm-hmm. I if from 2005 until 2012 I just didn't I, I just hadn't had a chance to see it. So first and we of were all, like ten years old. <laughs> yeah. yeah, your grandparents. Thought. Yeah, exactly. Grandparents so this this oh, is like God. for my grandparents. Uh-huh. Joey, what is this? It's, so yeah, it's, yeah, okay. yeah. 
party's over. Nice Sarah. to meet you guys. <laughs> and, but, so yeah. I, 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 I thought yeah. I originally thought that Frankie was singing at a church service, you know, because I, the, the kid's ready to play a big room. And I'm like, what? what so room? like when, yeah. when 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 I get to the show, they're breaking into a church. I'm like, this is th- there's there's no one there. <laughs> there's no one there. There was there were so many things that I was just so confused about. But I'm probably one of the only. Really happened. Like Nick Massey really took him to a church for him to sing. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. I, I I think I was one of the only people though who wasn't just like for because I I again listening to it over and over and over again so I knew Sesuare La was how the show started. So I just I wasn't as confused as other people were when coming <laughs> to see the show. They were like, the "What show is <laughs> this?" Yeah. I would <laughs> it's like, I I, w- I was just like, "This is chill." <laughs> I was just like, "This is chill." Like, nice. Like, we're yeah. we, we, it's, French. It's, it's, it's 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 yeah, it's French. It's a rapper, and then I was just like, "Oh, yeah, uh, oh, great." Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's so when smart. you really just Thank like get back into the time. But we'll do one more for Sarah, and then so we for can Sarah up from there, yes. You can surprise me. Maybe. Okay, I, I got you. <laughs> I got you. I got you, Sarah. Don't worry. So we go on the. So it's this is, this is what season is it in? Spring. Oh. <laughs> 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 That's amazing. You you heard four <laughs> words. Okay, Bob, Bob Gaudio said it. Right. Oh, no. So we go on the road. Oh, it's Frankie. No, what? It was. Spring. It was Tommy. Oh, Tommy, right. Yeah, well, it was spring, <laughs> yeah. So we go on the road. Ohio, yeah. Nebraska, yeah. Arizona. The places you fly over on the way to Los Angeles. Los Angeles. I got yes. it. Oh, I was sitting on the stage. I was sitting upstage, and I was usually looking at this one strand of hair that was hanging from the bridge for about seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, I'm sweating for you. I'm wearing a turtleneck. And, and, and it's like uh, uh, w- one of our favorite lines, and we asked Richard about this, and he's like, I, I don't know. Cause, and we're playing <laughs> the three Mexicans and a guy with no nose. And then, like, yeah, why no nose? Like, the guys, Chris, Chris Coleman used to, like, hide his nose when he would cross the stage. <laughs> yes! Oh, my God! And Richard told him, dude, you stop. <laughs> Not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But he and I would look up, and I'm like, do you see it? There was this one strand of, like, probably my brothel wig, wig hair that was hanging from the bridge for literally seven years. And then we would count and see those little pieces that would, these little, like, they were, like, nuts and bolts. But they think they were glued on, and they would come off. So we would count the ones that were gone, and then I would go backstage and be like, hey, you're missing this one, this one, and this one. (laughs) 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 I got it. You know, this is just so amazing. This is just like... So fun. Wonderful. And, and for and International Women's Day, we got to catch up with you all. Um, well, does everyone have any any parting words they would like to say for any young woman out there who dreams of being on Broadway? It's possible. Mm-hmm. You can yeah, do it. Possible. Never yeah. give up. Yeah. Never give up. If you can do anything else, do that. But otherwise, if this is all you w- want to do, then you have to do it. I, I, would, I would say the same exact thing. Never give up. And, you know, work really hard your reputation definitely counts in the business it's a small it's a small what 15 blocks i guess or so and you know just just work hard don't um and respect everyone who works in that building and i we're all in it together and um i don't know yeah just don't give up honestly now yeah work hard be nice everything else follows yep Yep. 
Exactly. That's pure, pure gyp. Work hard. Pure gyp. Exactly. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening in, guys. This has been a special edition, International Women's Day edition of Silhouettes JV Podcast. Um, follow all of these amazing women on Instagram, on social media. Look up, look up all of the YouTube videos. Um, and Katie, you have you have simply simply, simply Kate, Kate organization. organization. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's kind of a little pandemic um, pivot. So you can find yeah. me on Insta. I'll organize your course, home. <laughs> your own <laughs> business. Crazy, yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Jennifer Jennifer Naimo Morales, right? Yeah. Naimo. So so sorry. What's your name? Naimo. Potato potato. And Sarah Schmidt, follow them everywhere. Watch all of the videos that are available on YouTube. These women are legends, legends, Jersey Boys legends, theater legends. And uh, follow us on Instagram, Silhouettes JB Podcast underscore. Follow us on Facebook, Silhouettes JB Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Silhouettes JB Podcast group. Um, to the group. Uh, to the group. And uh, <laughs> listen to us on on Anchor. Breaker, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts should you feel so inclined. Yes, and we will and put all of their handles in our description as well, which you will of see. Of course. So, awesome. And... Awesome. Awesome.